0: End of the era. End of an era. And the beginning of a new one. I often think of Star Wars in moments like this. The best ones were the ones you saw as a kid and the worst as an adult. And I wonder if we've come that way with FIFA. The, oh, but this one was so much better than this one. Because at a specific time in your life, that FIFA game aligned with you and it clicked. That's why I'm so excited for FC24. It's an entirely fresh start. We can all be foot founders. We all start in the same level on a new game. It's a renaissance. As the game changed from 94 to 2005, then FIFA 12, then 17. We can look at FC24 with hope, excitement, and the opportunity for a... To win our heart again and make that new commitment to a reinvention of an old friend. Joining me tonight is Jandy, and we're going to talk about our FIFA loves and hates, the upcoming FPL, and what we've been doing away from the game, while neither of us have actually been playing FIFA. <laughs> I think is 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 a really positive thing. Yes. Um, because I think it's it's important to take a break from the game um I, when they changed the um 84s 85 times 10 it kind of broke me from the game yeah. and i got into overwatch because of kev and and um and I, i've basically just been playing that non-stop and loving every minute of it
1: <laughs> it's
0: such a like a a totally different experience to, to FIFA. And it's also given me a chance to sort of step away from the whole FIFA scene as well, because I've, I've been less inclined to go and see what people are talking about. Um, I'm really disappointed to see a lot of infighting and arguments amongst people, which I'm surprised about. Um, But, I think that with the women coming into FIFA, that's something that we're going to see more of. Um, for me personally, I think what I've enjoyed the most is seeing the green shoots of excitement from the player reveals. Yes. And I just wanted to talk to you, Jandy, about how, how you feel and how you've been um, over this past week, two weeks in terms of your involvement in FIFA? What objectives have you done? Have you played the game itself and things like that?
1: Well, I think you brought up a couple of good points. I, I definitely think it's healthy to take a break from the game at the end of the cycle. I mean, look, we're sitting here on September 12th. We're 10 days away from the early release of the game. We don't know for sure yet, but we think that the web app is you know likely to come before that. So, really, we're going to start getting into it over the next 10 days or so. Um, I have not played FIFA in a minute. Um, I Like you said, with the uh, 84, 85 times 10 fiasco maybe two weeks ago kind of broke you. I think it wasn't that necessarily, but I think everybody, and this happens every year with FIFA, everyone's got that um, that moment where, like, the the goggles come off and like you realize you you wake up in a stupor and you're like whoa whoa what have i been doing for the last you know eight months of my life and that's fine that's totally fine and we're gonna put them right back on when the new game comes out and we're gonna be happy to do it um but i'm with you i think the beginning of the year is the most one of the most fun parts of the year where everyone's like get like High-rated gold cards are are great pulls. Everyone's playing with guys with you know 70s and 80s in their stats. Um, there's not as many you know, special cards floating around over there. You get to build up your coin balance. I love. I've said it before. I love trading at the beginning of the year. It's a lot of fun to me. Those coins that you earn in the first couple of weeks are so vital for the for the remainder of the year because that that balance just compounds on itself over and over again. And yeah, man. Once we once we start getting like the dates for like the web app, which I hope is soon, I I I'll be right back in.
0: I think that's a really positive way to look at it. I think that there's an eagerness to jump back in. Yeah. Having said that, <laughs> um, if, if if you didn't know, if you if you were man in man in the street that don't play FIFA yeah yeah would you you know a new game was coming out
1: um that's a good question and i think maybe something that we need to dive into a little bit more because i do worry a little bit and i'm sure ea has thought about this a lot with the change from fifa to eafc i mean obviously we've known about it for months the gaming community at large maybe has known about it for months but your average person you know, casual gamer probably has no idea. Um, Like, I think back to when I would play FIFA in college with my roommates. It's like, oh, when's the new FIFA coming out? Like, I don't think any of them would really have known that the game is changing or care that the game's changing. Um, But, you know, for the most part, uh, you know, I do feel like maybe there's a little less foot on on the gas for this one. I don't know why I feel that way. Maybe it's just getting older. I don't know. Do you remember
0: the FIFA advert where is the two guys in the london flat and um they're playing fifa and then the next thing you see is the tv being flying out the window and it was just like <laughs> fifa 17 gets like that or it's like it gets real or something like that yeah yeah um i i you know i don't know if ea and just not engaging with twitter advertising because i don't see any adverts um I don't see any adverts if they're in anything that I do. I've, I've not been drawn in with any sort of like insanely dynamic, even like not real game footage, but like all the top female male players that they've scanned, you know? Yeah. It just, just if, if it was just like a trailer made up of all of that, and then you superimpose them all together and we're like FC 24, you know, the f- um, what do they call it? The, the field is fair, <laughs> the
1: field is fair, is that what yeah, is that like the tagline? I can't,
0: no, 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 but it's like you know, like the, the it's a it's a it's a, oh, it's a level playing field.
1: Oh, okay, Got it's it, time, uh, it
0: should uh, be like FC 24, it's time to level the playing field. Yeah, that'd be a yeah, great yeah. campaign. And yeah. um, I don't know if they've gone down the female route. And that's why I'm not seeing stuff. But I know female gamers who don't play FIFA. Yeah. And they're just like, oh. And what I kind of ally mm-hmm. it to is I- I've never played Madden. Um, just for reasons more to do with just being committed to playing FIFA love American
1: football yeah fuck the Bears Jordan Love yeah fuck the Bears obviously and fuck George Brett also
0: well Jordan Love obviously going to Canton
1: yeah of course obviously after one game yeah
0: it's 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 another Dinister. it's gonna be you know it's been 30 years of uninterrupted genius at Green Bay
1: yeah I thought we might talk about Aaron Rodgers at some point today as the resident <laughs> Jets fan, I, I have a few things that I, uh, I have a few thoughts.
0: But, but coming back to the to the um, the game, if I saw in the EA Play Store um, NFL twenty four, I'd be like, "Oh, well, if I'm going to play one, I'm probably just going to play Madden." So, yeah. I'll look for Madden. And even though that'll come up in the search, there then there might be, a, be like, a, oh, why is it changed?
1: Yeah. People might think like EAFC is like the knockoff version of FIFA 24 or something like that and, and go and just say, ah, whatever. I'm done. It is. <laughs> is it?
0: How do you know? <laughs> because if they wanted continuity, Going forward, um, you know, the next four years, you've got multiple national continental championships that are really interesting, Copa Mm -hmm. Libertadores, European Championship and a World Cup. And all those modes have been very interesting when well exploited in FIFA. And this is kind of like (laughs) FIFA without the license.
1: <laughs> no. I mean they'll Wait. still have the players, they'll still have the teams. I think it's just I, I think I, I mean we're gonna get over it pretty quick, is my estimation. I also think that to me at least, uh, you know, last year, a couple of days before the game came out, a bunch of big content creators got their hands on the game early. Uh yeah, gave them codes or whatever. I think once the streaming starts picking up, we start seeing like the full unrestricted game on twitch once we all get our hands on it on the 22nd you know i i think we'll just fall into the group and it's gonna be the same i don't really i don't believe i don't buy that the name means much more than than just the name
0: i i respect your point
1: but, <laughs> but here's not, why you're wrong
0: <laughs> no you're entirely correct about yourself and the people that you associate with which are the kind of people who do a podcast about fifa yeah degenerates so of, of, of course we're going to be excited and involved but it was just my my point that perhaps I, maybe i didn't express it right was that the marketing for this game doesn't seem to exist
1: yeah maybe we're just not looking in the right places though i mean we're not, you know, "quote unquote" normies. So,
0: but wouldn't we be the like?
1: Wouldn't it? it it's just so weird not to be targeted for. <laughs> they already got our money. They know we're buying this shit.
0: <laughs> but it's weird. Like it, it's it, I, I don't understand why there isn't like an even bigger marketing campaign behind this, like. Borderlands 3 had a bigger, probably a bigger marketing campaign than FC24.
1: Well, not to go meta on on us here, but like, you know, the global, every company, big company in the world is cutting back on marketing budgets, advertising budgets. They certainly are at my company. Uh, people are worried about going into a recession, uh, cutting back on incremental spends, non-essential spend. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case here. I mean, that's one possibility.
0: So automatically by not entering into contract, they're 250 million up from, could be. from the previous year. Could be. So it would, I, it, I think that if you were to take 10% of that and throw it into a marketing campaign, you could do tremendous things with it. And all you need things to do is go viral And if you want something to go viral, just you know, if if Logan Paul can get Haaland (laughs) on his on his show, then EA can get him to flip the ball up and volley it and turn around and go FC twenty four buy the game.
1: You know? Well we need remember back in this long, long time ago, there was I think it was a Nike commercial where uh, Ronaldinho like was lacing up some Nike boots. Starts flicking the ball up a couple times, and then obviously fake footage edited, but like hits it off the crossbar. Gets comes back to him. He juggles it again. Hits it off the crossbar. Comes back to him again. It's like that was the first like viral like marketing campaign for this sort of thing.
0: Yeah, and then the the great advert on the boat with Cantona as the referee. Mm-hmm. It was three on three. You know, it was like the f- football is littered with ideas you can steal. So why why not throw in on this new game?
1: Well, I'm personally, look, the game is not I, the game is not created for people like us. It's generally created for the mass, you know, casual player base, but if that player base is suddenly not in the game, I'm sure the game will be a little sweatier, gameplay will be harder, but Maybe content is more crafted towards the degenerate population. Maybe it becomes a little bit harder to get certain things that should be harder to get. I don't know.
0: Well, I can throw evidence at this and talk about how actions have led to motivations from EA. Um, As the player base has shrunk towards the end of the year, um, we saw them for the first time respond to the hardcore player base in terms of removal of SBCs, the 81 plus and the 80 plus that went missing. And then we got that back complaining about the 85s getting that back. It was a situation where the game player base had shrunk to the point where they had to listen or the engagement went to nothing in their game. So with Having experienced that as a company, why would you not then go crazy on your marketing campaign to get this game kicking off globally? It's like it's ten days away.
1: It's really close. It's really close. It's ten days away. Yeah, yeah, ten days, dude.
0: If I, I hate birthdays, but like there was more hype around my (laughs) fortieth. And I, I, I'm not a popular guy, but like, it just feels like that. It, it just feels like,
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't Did know. EA show up to your 40th birthday? Did the EA show up? Yeah. Did a representative come? No. No. A couple of FIFA points in an envelope for you? No, that's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> they would never be so generous. No, they
0: wouldn't. Um, so... I have my concerns that this may be a temporary thing, and that they may go looking for some sort of license to go with the game. Mm. And I also feel that introducing women is going to is 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 a, is like throwing a hand grenade into a room full of misogynists um they're all going to come out with a war story you know
1: yeah no i i i i i I could see that being the case i mean like you saw the like the blowback and starfield for example because you have to choose your pronouns uh, when you create your character like just like it creates this like weird like part of the internet that comes out and just like berates you and like causes all this drama whenever you do something like that, that interferes with the cultural zeitgeist like that. I do wonder, I do wonder though, if you're right about the, um, about the temporary nature of EAFC or if they're going to stick with it, like if their results really tank next year, which I'm not convinced that they will, but if they do, does that bring them back to the negotiating table with FIFA and say, Hey, you know, that name was worth something more than we thought it, it was like, let's talk again.
0: I don't know if it is necessarily FIFA that they would go and do business with. Cause I don't think, I think very few people care about football outside of Europe. So UEFA is right there. So they could have a UEFA licensed game, UEFA, 26.
1: Well, I doubt they would want to exclude the rest of the world. I mean, I'm sure they sell millions of copies in South America and Asia and North America.
0: And that the people that live in those countries use the premier league and Serie A and yeah, players. I'm not talking about excluding people. I'm talking about that. If you were going to go for a license and I think FIFA's off the table for at least four years because they're talking about the game they're going to be making the year after this one. So it's not like that this year or next year, it's going to be FC 24, FC 25. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not they ally themselves with UEFA and focus upon the Champions League and all of that kind of stuff, as opposed to um, the global game, that you get sometimes in FIFA, i.e. players from Brazilian leagues, you know, all the sud cards that are just useless. <laughs> you, you know? like Get
1: them out of the game.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, if they weren't a part of it and they just focused on one, on one, like, um, so football, um, continental association, that's the only format I can see them going forward in. Unless... I just don't get it. I don't get them. I just don't get it. Like it's the biggest risk they've ever taken. Okay. To yeah. Cutting the name off.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: If, if it was called FIFA 24 and it had women in, it would be the most controversial football game in the history of football games. You've got both of them together at the same time.
1: Yeah, no, I know they're they're making a lot of changes, and I think like this year they they really um, you know sucked a lot of revenue out of this game. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that they made more money on FIFA 23 than they've made on any other FIFA game in the history of, of, of the company. There's just no doubt. So to go to EAFC 24 to change the name, to change the formula in ways that are pretty impactful, pretty meaningful, add a bunch, uh, add a huge new database of players. Um, that's a lot of risk. And if you're sitting there, uh, at EA making these types of decisions, you need to be very comfortable with that risk. And I, I generally, I mean, you know me, I, I generally side on the, uh, the, what's the headless chicken versus evil, evil genius or something like that. What's your
0: headless chicken, evil corporation,
1: (laughs) evil corporate. I generally think that they know what they're doing and that they are pretty comfortable with the risk that they're taking, but we'll see. I mean, I'm, I... I
0: I completely disagree with you. I completely disagree with you. I think that um, we 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 we've we've moved out of uh, of an age of 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 more tolerance and 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 a bit more enlightenment about people and the sexes and things like that and I think that when this decision was made that was kind of like the real nice peak moment of like women athletes are great. They're really respected. Um, Women's football should be promoted more. It's important that we have this base in FIFA. Um, And I think that now we've moved into a more regressive time where people are not so much interested in this kind of equality. And I think that based upon like how Disney have operated and based upon how other companies have operated in their in their sort of shift more to the right in their decision making, um, I'm just I think we're really blessed and lucky that we've got women in this game, and that we should make the best use out of them and have the best time using them. Because yeah, if it impacts the cost and if it impacts profits, it, it could be the last time we see it. And that would be tragic.
1: Well, I don't think they would. I mean, maybe they would backtrack on something like that, but I doubt it. I think, I think, I, I just don't believe that there's going to be. Uh, I think we're going to just fall right back into the rhythm. I don't. I don't really like. I, I think we can talk about it forever and and think about what the uh, implications will be. But we'll be back in ten days, and we'll know for sure. So, but
0: it's not. It, this the the point of this is is that it's not about how you feel or how I feel. What it's about is that it's a it is the it's a tender box issue, and what's going to happen is is that 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 there are going to be interactions online between people, and it's going to be up to upstanding. People like myself, you, John, Kevin, Martin defending, you know, women in the game against these people who for the first three, four months are just going to be real shits about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, people, that's people on the internet, right?
0: But but the thing is, is that this is well, another thing I want to go into in a minute, which is kind of community standards that we've got on our Discord. But I, I don't think a game for young men who are dumb as fuck anyway, and <laughs> anyone who had to sort of become in their early twenties during COVID, like these people are probably going to either defend the shit out of this game or attack it, but there's going to be no middle. And I think one of the things that we've shown is that you can have argument and discussion and banter about these things, but the way that we've run our discord shows that you can have a non-toxic FIFA community if you want to build it. So yeah, I just wanted to know like how you feel our community standards have maybe made our FIFA experience better.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can get whatever you're looking for uh, in the FIFA community. There's certainly, uh, you know, if you want to be a guy that just complains and is pissed off all the time, you can go watch Inception or be like Rick and like just hate everything. Uh, if you want to be mature and enjoy the game to the fullest extent and be you know an adult about things and understand there's positives and negatives, then you come to a community like ours. I think it's totally reasonable and totally manageable to do. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying any of us are perfect, but we certainly try to maintain that when we can.
0: Yeah. Um, I think one of the things I enjoy the most is the ability to take the piss, but the almost instant if somebody's like oh that actually stung that the instant like oh i'm so sorry like and then going forward the understanding that like oh yeah that person doesn't like that kind of joking they aren't going to complain in the discord about people joking with each other like that but to them they don't like those kind of jokes and that's what respect is and that's how you achieve a good equilibrium of people who understand the nature of each other. And that's what conversation is, is that certain people will talk to each other in a certain way because that's how they talk. It might not be societ- societally acceptable, but that's because we don't often understand the relationship between person A and person B and what their history is. And I think that's kind of the the scientific argument for positive banter. Which is, if you hurt someone's feelings, you apologize. And if the other person is engaging, then don't be mean, you know, because it, if it's a joke until it isn't. So I really appreciate the way in which people can jokingly threaten murder upon each other, but it's not like <laughs> they're not really going to go and kill that person. They're just trying to get a laugh. In Minecraft. Do you know, yeah, you know that shaking it like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, you know, I'm going to get that kid next time he's on my lawn. I'm telling you, one quick rock to the head. Oh, you know, God. But yeah. It's that kind of joke, you know? Well, so, I, I'm really proud of the community that we've built and how that's gone on.
1: Um, yeah. And I think I think going into FIFA 24, look, like, I mean, it's, it's no, it's no um, surprise, I guess, right, that as the game winds down, there's less to talk about on the game and people, people start to drop out and people start to say, ah, you know what? I think I'm going to just come back when the new game starts. Um, you know, as more of that starts to happen, as, as we start to actually get onto the new game, I think most of the discussion will just start to be about the game and that, that really fosters the community in itself. I mean, like, Obviously, there's memes and there's Fall Guys and there's Overwatch and all those other things, but really it's about FIFA or or sorry, EAFC at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. Um I'm excited for FC twenty-four. Um I, I, I'm really interested to see where it goes as a game. And I'm gonna enter it completely optimistic and open-minded about its faults and the meta that may appear because oh, yeah. that's gaming
1: and that's gaming son yeah you know
0: <laughs> there's always going to be a meta yep. there are, and a good company will often look to patch that meta to make, create a different play style and going forward i think the thing that the thing that people are probably least excited about right now are the five different run types but come come team of the season when harland is mid-lengthy because yep. he's always going to be lengthy of course people are going to be very 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 excited about it of course and i, I, and I think these acceleration types are really going to allow us to enjoy players throughout the year in a way that we've not been able to this year with the the maxed out pace guys that just don't have the explosive nature of of the little guys yeah when you when you play you know
1: well i think you know with them adding the new or like the intermediate acceleration types i guess i'll call them it makes it a little less binary because I think this year, especially at the beginning of the year, it was like, is he lengthy or is is he not lengthy? Right. That's kind of like that was the debate. If he's lengthy, get him in my club. If he's not lengthy, I have no interest. And then they patched it and made it a little less OP. Um, but I'm excited for that. I'm excited a little. I, I started looking at some of like concept cards and like the art for some of the newest, like for the first promo I like think Enzo's getting a card for the first promo, the Nike promo or whatever that's coming up uh, for at the beginning of the year. And like, I'm starting to get a little excited about that. I like, I, I I'm a sucker. I know Kevin is too, but I'm a sucker for the Panini and like all the fun artwork that's going to be available this year and getting the cards in the club and the collection and all that, that kind of got me going a little bit. Um, I think I, I have a theory and this is maybe a little negative, Um, But I'm going to say it anyway. I think they're going to, just like they fucked up moments this year, I think they're going to fuck up the evolutions thing. I think it's going to be like guys that really aren't at the power curve, whether they're base evolution or fully upgraded evolution. Like, I just don't, maybe I'm wrong. I think that the latest promo cards are just going to be the best cards in the game, no matter what. Um, So I'm a little worried about that. And then gameplay. Gameplay at the beginning of the year, I think, is always really nice. I like that it slows down the pace a little bit. There's more passing, more defending, less just like throw the ball and go, sorts of sort of you know, not as many five star skillers. So, you know, I think I think there's a lot to be excited about.
0: A smarter um, AI
1: as well. You think?
0: Yeah. Three, three minute squad yeah. battle has. Four. Is it four? Oh, I is thought it, it was is three. It three? It's shorter, winner. though, at least. Yeah. A, it's a, that, I mean, that's a huge win, yeah. but in itself also
1: stupid. <laughs> no, it's good. That's like objectively good. That is, <laughs> but it's. It's it's
0: a recognition by EA that squad battles is not something that people want to do. Well, of course not.
1: Yeah. I I think it's just like an engagement farm for them.
0: Yeah, so by reducing the time, it's almost as if they've gone, whatever. Yep, (laughs) fine, here you go. (laughs) When when instead, it would have been much better to see an evolution of moments instead of squad battles where you had, say sixteen, thirty-two or sixty-four objectives to do in a week mm-hmm. from different scenarios. That would have been that could be really interesting. And as you do those you unlock a player along that journey.
1: You know? Yeah. No, I think I think I, I, I don't see any reason why they couldn't do both in, in, in and and improve moments this year. I, I think that's a great idea. I think two things really messed up moments this year they just weren't refreshed often enough you got the same ones over and over again they were pretty much all useless there was plenty of ones that were like you know win the game and it was like 70 minute time limit and it was like oh well okay this isn't a moment this is a full game um so that felt bad and then there was no real interesting rewards like put a put a premium player card for 200 moment stars and then like then you'll see some of the engagement start to pop at the beginning of the year, they had all those, like, there was, like, a long one for, like, Mbappe's career. There was a long one for, like, Jurgen Klopp's career. And then we never saw anything like that ever again. So I don't know. I Maybe they'll do something with it.
0: But Yeah, and it's, it's you, you know, the news bit that doesn't exist, the messages bit that doesn't exist. Yeah. Those are the bits we don't even talk about.
1: Like, team events, remember those? Where it's, like, you pick, yeah. a team, like... <laughs> Oh, I'm Team Holit, or I'm Team Ronaldinho, and then you do an objective, and then everyone gets the same rewards anyway. It,
0: it, it's 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 like um, somebody who's lost both of their arms, and then and then just has like sewn on some grave arms that have like rotted and stuff, and and we're all just making pure eye contact because nobody's <laughs> talking about the 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 sewn on arms. Because that is what the messages and news part and events part of the whole EA experience is. It's like we're not even talking about that.
1: I like any analogy where you start uh, with it's like a guy that has no arms, and I just have no idea where you're going. <laughs> did I have you stumped? You did have me stumped. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure where you were going with that one oh god we, yeah uh, Stumped oh good one but um Tish good yeah added a, add that in post yeah
0: I said that <laughs> on the disabled club but none of, them, none of them claps oh
1: god Jesus Christ <laughs> oh Jesus Christ this is what co- this is what it comes to when we have no FIFA to talk about we just we have we got just FIFA
0: t- to talk about we're just we're just talking about it in a very sort of Frost Nixon kind of way
1: Mm, I don't know that we even do. I mean, like should we even talk about like what's come to the game, the current game? Like we got the messy SBC, CR7 SBC. I mean, if you still want to do those guys, it's like 30 squads, but I mean, god.
0: I I uh, I I unlocked the Viking costume for Mercy.
1: Oh, nice, nice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In she's Minecraft,
0: a, she's a Valkyrie.
1: In Overwatch. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you, um,
0: man. I've been doing the logins.
1: Yes, me too.
0: Um I've jumped on a few ninety four plus and just been like oh for fuck's sake. Like just just like when my ninety nine comes up, it's always done a Rumour. It's never mm-hmm. like Lever or Mbappe or any of those players. I, I have an amazing team, I am sure between now and the new game, I'll jump back on FIFA at some point and I will have great fun on it because I will have a a big enough gap to not be frustrated. And when the new game comes out, I am going to throw myself into it so hard and I'm going to be all over it and there's going to be daily content, whether or not that's player reviews, whether or not that's videographies, whatever it's going to be, I'm going to throw myself into FC24 because I want friends of the show and people who follow me to be able to get the best out of this game. And I'm going to try and do my best to deliver to the friends of the show and and people who follow me content and advice to make the FC24 experience the best one they can have,
1: you know? Yeah, well said. And that's all of our goals, really, I think, on the podcast. And, God, we've been doing this for about a year now between the guys uh, before us, before we started, and then me and you about nine months. You know, I think that's where we all kind of come into this. We all want everyone to enjoy the game with us and to have fun and to look at your interesting tactics and copy them. And post them for themselves on Twitter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's um, when that happens, it's funny because I, th- I th- this is a true argument. I saw somebody getting into an argument with somebody. I think somebody was getting into an argument with four twenty foot. About 420 stealing their tactics, and I was just like, "Look, he stole mine. You're stealing his. Who gives a shit?
1: <laughs> We're all stealing from each other.
0: I stole them from fucking Pep Guardiola. He stole them from <laughs> Johan Cruyff. He stole them from the Hungarians. <laughs> they invented it. So, uh. <laughs> you know, the Flying Magyars. Go look that up. The, 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 the flying f- who? The Flying Magyars.
1: Magyars.
0: Yeah, the hungri- the Hungarian team that should have won the World Cup. From That team from 50 to 58 is just... They reinvented football and then it influenced two major teams. Um, It influenced um, Renis Michaels growing up and it also influenced the great Jock Steen, who was manager of Celtic, Mm. who were the first British team to win the European Cup. Wow. Yeah, they won it before any English team.
1: Hmm. this is why we got to come to you for all of our our historical football knowledge it's really interesting
0: it's it's really interesting stuff um especially because i was thinking about this today and i was like how how can you how could because kevin is so dismissive of anyone who played like 10 years ago never mind 50 or 70 Mm -hmm. years ago
1: because they're ancient Uh, yeah
0: I was just—I was like, "How how do you work out like a barometer?" And I just think that that it's just you you look at say the top five goal scorers say in world in 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 world football that year for all the major leagues. And if you're in the '60s, like you do have to include Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, all the European leagues, and just see who who's doing what and what percentages they were ahead of everybody else. Mm-hmm. And then just go and apply that same principle the formula to, to to players throughout history. And just be like, how far ahead of their peers were they? And then that's a good way of calculating how good they are within their, their era and how they would compare to other people's eras as well, in terms of trying to find that argument for who's 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 a great player and who yeah. isn't a great player.
1: Well, and also, you know, just in the current era, you can't can't hold it against players of the past that they didn't have the same information about training and fitness and health and all those things that, you know, players of today's age know. So it's just, you know, like, it's like the argument that if Babe Ruth played in today's MLB, he'd strike out every time he got up to the plate. That's probably true, but, like, you can't hold that against him.
0: Do you know the Patrice O'Neal joke about that? No. Patrice O'Neal was like uh, they always pile like up Babe Ruth's the home run leader, but they should put a little asterisk next to his name because he never played against black guys. Jeez. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> yeah, there's certainly like uh, like a historical context to a lot of that stuff that you can't ignore. I mean, there's there's the fact that they didn't have like the scientific like understanding of the body and training and and health. That you can also like point to the fact that like. If you were just uh if you were the best player in your little small town and that no one ever knew you it's like you, there was no internet to put your clips on the internet to show like there was no scout like huge scouting network it's just like you might just go unnoticed for your entire life
0: there was a world cup every four years and and that was the only time like could, the, if people only knew Mbappe from the world cup they would be like, he's the greatest footballer of, forget Ronaldo and Messi, like yeah. include them in the discussion. He's the greatest footballer. Like, and if you, like in the same way that people only saw the World Cup in 70, 74, 78, 82, so on and so on, before the, you know, ex- explosion of European football onto British screens and uh, particularly also the cross- um, pollination of Germany in Italian football um, in in the 80s, you know, we know so much about these players that it's so difficult to compare players from the past where the statistics aren't necessarily there because they didn't take into account assists or possession or how many passes were made. And I think that's where the argument falls down versus, say, baseball.
1: Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah.
0: Baseball's always had incredible... Um,
1: Record-keeping. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, uh, same in cricket. Um, you know, it's a big part of the game, whereas in football, um, trying to get, like, the number of assists or completed passes or any of those kind of things is is nearly impossible, um, especially considering, oh, my God, do you know what they used to do? You'll oh. love this. Um, they used to... So when they showed football on British TV, they would have to, they would make, they would have a, a, um, a copy of the match and a spare. And it, once the match had been aired um, and they got the highlights, they just re recorded over the video and the spare got thrown away. Oh, really? So, so there's like from 1920 to about 1990, there's probably about 80% of all football footage has been just destroyed.
1: Really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Huh. Yeah. <sighs> wow. It's crazy. It is.
0: It is a shame. Is a shame. Mm. But looking forward, mm-hmm. it's amazing to think that in we're going to have women in the game. They're going to be usable. They're going to be exciting. They're mm-hmm. going to bring us a whole new player base, a whole new dynamic um i'm really excited about it
1: i'm excited mostly new features new things aside i just i'm excited for a new start i'm i am i am ready for my club to reset i'm ready for some new content i'm ready for like all the freshness and like the the new invigoration that the new year brings um honestly like i hate saying this but it's kind of true like if they just gave me FIFA twenty three, reset my club and started doing you know new content over again, I'd be happy with that. I don't really need much. I'm a simple man.
0: I, I don't disagree with you. I, I um I've got good internet. The game plays well for me online. Yeah me too. Uh, I, I enjoy it. Yeah. I like the challenger rivals. I really enjoy playing weekend league at the end of the season. Yeah um I enjoy FIFA. <laughs> I'm not one of these like Doom Patrol people that's like, oh, it's a terrible game, it's unplayable. It's, no, it's not.
1: FIFA's a good game. I've been saying it for a long time. FIFA yeah, is we, a good we, game. We've
0: all been saying it. <laughs> and what I <laughs> hope
1: yeah, is ahead. that
0: FC24 is just a visually better version of
1: this. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it will be. <laughs> JP, give me your... give. Me, stop it. All right, give me your highs and lows from FIFA 23. What was your favorite thing about FIFA 23, your least favorite thing about FIFA 23?
0: My favorite thing about FIFA 23 was the introduction of
1: lengthening. Yes, accelerate styles. Agreed.
0: particularly that one. Yeah. Because it finally gave purpose to why big players exist in games, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that having center backs that could do what they did in real life, which is run a person down. It's like, look, you've got to make two paces for every one of mine and I'm running as fast as you. So I'm going to catch you little man. Like Mm -hmm. that has been absolutely amazing. On a personal level, that biggest and best thing that's happened this FIFA has been making friends with you, Aww. with Kevin, Martin, and John. Aww. And the fact that I get to come and talk with you and come and talk with them on Friday or they come over here, it's the best thing that's happened to me in since I beat the I always since I beat the third and seventh ranked player in the world on FIFA twelve. <laughs> oh god,
1: that one's better.
0: This is better.
1: Oh good, good. yeah. Well, that's very nice of you to say. I I, I got to agree with you. My favorite thing about this year has been doing the show with you guys, getting to meet everybody uh, on the show in the Discord, finding a community. Because like before this, I was just playing by myself i had no one to talk to about it i was just like oh i packed this amazing card and then it was just like oh okay i guess i'll keep it to myself (laughs) or hey i won 14 games in weekend league um that's been the best but i think also we're talking about the game itself i agree with you lengthy and the accelerate styles huge you know breathed life into some of the cards that people had for years written off but I think for me this year, it was the introduction of all the promo uh, heroes icons, the expansion of the idea that had really gotten stale over time, just like, oh, you have a basement and and prime icons, so you know and and the moments, like you know, including those in promos, making certain icons and heroes usable that wouldn't have necessarily been so. Um, I think made a lot of lot of things fun uh, during this year's cycle, and I hope that they kind of. And I know they will expand on it next year.
0: That's interesting because one of the things you spoke about there is one of my low points. Let's hear it. The World Cup,
1: Hero oh, Well, yeah, that's the power curve is is on the bottom of my list for sure.
0: They were so obscenely ahead of the game that it became an issue. Yeah, big time. And that had a massive impact on people's ability to enjoy the game. And then with then the release of the inconsistent gamble SBC for heroes Mm -hmm. had such a dramatic impact on the price of them. And if you were a fluctuation trader, you could look at that and you could make coins on it. But if you were just someone who wanted to have Smolarek in your team, you would be worried about losing 200,000 coins if he happens to be in the rotation. Yep. So to me, the World Cup heroes were awful. And I felt that the normal heroes were really well in line with the power curve when they came into the game.
1: Yeah, I think they, well, they just, the the timing was weird because it was like, okay, here's your base heroes. And then almost right away, you had the World Cup heroes, like a month and a half later. And I was like, okay, these are better in every way than the base heroes, which they should be. And then it was like, oh let's wait four months until we release any more heroes and that was like okay so the world cup heroes are just going to be the dominant meta for four months that really was bad and that kind of like goes into a little bit also i think about another bad thing about this year's game one of the lows was the chemistry system and it seems like they're just going to keep that going next year i haven't seen anything to the contrary I but believe it's
0: like that you, you an icon gives a plus 1 to everyone. Yes.
1: Yes, so that's positive for sure. Makes icons way more usable within the new chemistry system, but and tradable as well. There's yes. a market there now. Yes. And and I would say not only were heroes and the world cup heroes especially top of the power curve just in their skill, uh, you know, their 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 stats for too long, but Add to that the fact that they were pretty much chemistry proof, and it just made it so that those cards remained in the meta for way, way too long. I mean, geez, like that Aluiren card is like probably the most like notorious card on the entire game.
0: This reminds me of a conversation that we had where we were talking about how nobody wants to spend any coins and nobody wants to sell their players because the market had become. Locked, Yep. Where it was like it cannot sustain itself. Surely going forward, these players cannot remain this value going forward, and they did, and it meant that there was never, uh, as you put forward, or I, th- I think it was you or John, trickle down. There was no trickle down of World Cup heroes. I, I, I I've never used that volocard a a great card, but I've never used it because by the time it came off the rotation, it had been surpassed by the promos that were around.
1: Well, they never, they never, uh, you know, they stopped putting out promos to challenge the power curve. So it was like every Friday it was, here's new cards. They're not as good as the world cup heroes. They're barely as good as the winter wild cards. And like, sorry, like they're, the prices are going to stay high. And then everybody was saying, well, I don't want to buy now because when I buy, of course, that's when the new cards will come out and sink my investment. And then on top of that, it was not for Heroes specifically, but it was like, if I buy this card, I have to buy three other cards to make the chemistry work. So I can't just like plug and play with this guy. So I think it just created a lot of weird market dynamics this year that weren't uh, ideal.
0: Yeah. And um, that stagnation and lack of trickle down led to a big disengagement from the game as well, as people were like, oh, shit, these, these cards are unobtainable. I'm not going to spend FIFA points in the hope of packing one. I'm going to stop playing. And it did lead to a big drop-off in, in Team of the Year. Yeah. After that, there was a big drop-off. Definitely. So I hope that they maintain an even amount of good cards that perhaps, for example, like how five-star skills and weak foot have been a premium, you know, to get them together. Like a a meta card, but it's only got three star weak foot Mm -hmm. um, that can do all the things you want it to do, but it's not going to finish as well as the five star weak foot.
1: Yep. Work rates too.
0: If, if you can get that in the game and it, and you can have like a, a good player can be a bad player with this worst card. If you can excel with it because it has the agility and acceleration, you just need to be on it when you pass or shoot.
1: Yeah. And you have to be knowledgeable about the various pros and cons on the card. I, I was actually just looking at this earlier, JP. This is a fun little trivia question for you. So Messi has uh, has had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten special cards. Ten cards total. Uh, nine special cards this year. Uh, his ninety-nine footies card is four million coins. Obviously, the most expensive of the Messi cards. Which Messi card do you think is the second most expensive Messi card right now? Team of the year? No. His 94 team of the tournament is still 3.5 million coins because he's got the high-low work rates. No other Messi card has that. People put a premium on that shit. That's crazy. Yeah, 94 Messi, 3.5 million coins. When was the last time one was sold? Uh, let's see. Price updated two seconds ago. Actually, up to 4 million now, it says.
0: Wow, drifting there's so few of them.
1: Sales at 4 million, 4.1 million, 4.2 million, 4.5 million are the last five sales. Mm. That's crazy. crazy. But but that but to your point, it puts a premium on shit like that. It's like, okay. Like the numbers can be whatever they are on the card. You give me the weak foot, you give me the 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 skill moves, the the work rates, the right way, get the accelerate style in the right place. Like that's really what we're looking for
0: hundred percent and I think that that's what's going to make it so exciting going into the game and looking at it from a tactical perspective looking at it from a playing perspective um you know and looking at it from a trading this there's, there's there's so much you can do in in, in saying fifa in um <laughs> in, the AFC. in football games <laughs> to keep you engaged um and I think that with the start of a new game trading really keeps you engaged
1: yeah big time.
0: Early objectives keep you engaged. Yep. And just the whole, this is new, I love it, I hate it, why doesn't this work, this is OP. You, just all of it is, is going to be so much fun. Well, and that's, and that's, that's like... what I'm really excited about
1: like gold packs are like good packs again. Like it's like, it, Oh God, it's going to be fun. I'm, I like, I am really excited for it. And we're this time next week when we're podcasting, we're going to have a lot more to talk about with the web app, hopefully on our doorstep with some of the, like people starting to create their starter squads. We're going to have prices. We're going to have, we're going to know what the meta is kind of shaping up to be. It's going to be awesome.
0: Well, also we'll have had, a lot of news about mbaft and some things oh. that we're going to be doing in the future oh. well, uh-huh. yes yeah. and maybe maybe a live show's
1: coming oh perhaps fancy fancy
0: yes and it may be a live video podcast
1: oh. So Oh, everyone's going to get to see our beautiful smiling faces. Jan,
0: Jan, Jandy's going to work out how to pixelate his face because he's, yeah. he's, he's scared. <laughs> he's
1: scared. I, I was uh, talking
0: to the, 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 so. <laughs> um. I I was explaining that um, a friend of mine didn't couldn't get verified because of the number, and that they should get a burner phone. Mm-hmm. And it's like what 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 do you reckon's the easier to explain an affair or that you're a drug dealer <laughs> cuz you can't say it's so that my fifa account on twitter can be verified
1: yeah that's a tough that's a tough one to tough pill to swallow it's like yeah why do you need this burner phone i, I okay. think drug
0: dealer is the 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 best option yes because that you're still loyal to your partner yes. But if they found out it was for that, they would probably seek sex from other people.
1: I think it de- depends on who you're explaining it to. I'd rather tell the police that I'm having an affair than tell them I'm a drug dealer. But I think I'd rather tell my wife that I'm a drug dealer.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's, it's the, you know, the <laughs> phone in the house that she finds. And it's like, are you having an affair? And you're just like, uh, it's for... I'm I'm fucking selling um selling blog. Selling uh, yeah, blog. I
1: think I'd rather admit to that than having a burner <laughs> phone for the sake of verifying my FIFA Twitter
0: account. FIFA Twitter account. <sighs> oh I love it God. I love it. Come on man. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's bro. been a great year.
1: It has been a great year. FIFA's a
0: good game.
1: FIFA is a good game. I'm it's trademarking latest, that this year.
0: It's the latest. We've all played it by a long way.
1: Yeah, it is. It truly is. Uh this is this is the longest I've I've gotten out of a, a game. And I played it all year. I really didn't take any breaks. Yeah. I mean maybe yeah. like for a week or two here and there, but really it was it was a grind, man. It was really a fucking grind this year.
0: It was. And in the best way was, possible. It was rewarded.
1: Yeah. At times.
0: Yeah. At times. Like, you know, um there was opportunities to make coins and there was opportunities to do SBCs and ultimately if you were willing to make those big investments into Mbapp or y- Yazinho, you got massively rewarded.
1: Yep. Without That's, a doubt. This was this was the year of the big SBC man.
0: And it's gonna come again and there'll be it another sure is. one.
1: And it's gonna yep. be so exciting. And then the next year and then the year after that. Yeah. And then we'll all die. And then probably there'll still be foot games coming out. For roaches. Yeah. In the well, post-nuclear can, apocalyptic landscape. Yeah.
0: Well, obviously, the, the chairman's got to want to keep on playing, so.
1: Yeah. Well, obvious.
0: He a cockroach.
1: <laughs> uh, JP, should we wrap it up?
0: Um, I mean, Oh, no. Do you know what I saw in the shop t- Tell yesterday? Tommy. Christmas stuff.
1: Ugh. What? biscuits
0: christmas biscuits no no no. yes a hundred percent a hundred percent i checked the date and i was just like what no i i I was in shock i was like this is some dark fucking magic at work here
1: i don't like that it's it's too early for fall stuff we're we're like you know you can go to into starbucks and get a pumpkin spice latte and it's fucking 90 degrees outside still it's like let's wait let's hold off let's just wait a minute
0: i have no interest in your shortbread while it's 28 degrees at night yeah
1: oh it's fucking disgusting and our ac our air conditioning's been hasn't worked for like a month it's just like uh, i'm so sick of being hot
0: um i i don't have air conditioning i have a front door and a back door, and I open them, and that causes wind to blow through.
1: That's very European of you, but here in America, we have air conditioning in our constitution.
0: No, no, you don't. No, no, you don't. You don't. You do. You know, that's why the Navy has an Air Force, don't you?
1: No, I'm. Are you for real? Okay. What are you fucking just, talking? Uh,
0: about? I, I'm going to explain this real quick. When they wrote the Constitution, the commander in chief was the commander in chief of the army and the navy because there was no air force. When the okay. air force got established, the air force became its own thing, separate from it, the or separate from the chain of command from the commander from uh, from the commander in chief, based on the Constitution. So that's why the navy has planes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like in Top Gun where they're all like on aircraft carriers yes. there. The, that's because that's the jurisdiction of the commander in chief and the air force is not.
1: I was under the impression you were going to tell me something about air conditioning.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm explaining why the Navy,
1: <laughs> what like,
0: cause think about it. Like you'd be like, why does the Navy have so many planes? Mm. Well, because my brother-in-law
1: is the- a pilot for the army. Doesn't make, I thought the army was all. You know, ground
0: people. <laughs> man. Did you just say ground people? Yeah,
1: uh, you know, oh, infantry. Like,
0: fuck for that. I thought you said the... something else. Jesus Christ.
1: We gotta end the show.
0: <laughs> I thought you said round people.
1: Yeah, yeah, circular like, people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Spherical. Man, do you, did, did you know that like 10% of the population of any given country in Europe or North America is too dumb for the army.
1: I, I'm surprised it's not more. It definitely <laughs> is in America.
0: FC24. Yeah,
1: hey, <laughs> all right. JP, where can the people find you?
0: <laughs> Don't you forget about me. Um, they can find me at Dr. PhD. Ph. Um, I'm not tweeting that much at the moment. But over the course of the next 10 to 12 days, I shall be ramping up my stuff and I am learning new skills to be able to communicate in the modern ways. So get ready to see my face a lot, bitches. Smart. It's, uh, it's ugly.
1: Yeah, so is mine. Uh, I am at Jandy Foot. Uh I, for some reason, get more followers when I don't tweet than when I do, so... Uh, I don't know what that says about me, but yeah, a lot of people have been following lately. I haven't tweeted in a few weeks. Uh, you can also find me on Discord uh, at Jandy. At, I think I'm just Jandy on the Discord. Uh, speaking of the Discord, you can find that at our on our Twitter page at Your Foot Podcast. In there, there's a link tree with links to our Discord, all the places where you get the podcast, the Spotify, the Apple Podcasts, all that fun stuff. Um, what else? Martin built a cool new new header on I- our. Yeah, I was
0: go- I was gonna say that Martin has started streaming. So if you're up late, uh, you, you in in the Europe or you're, it's around seven o'clock in in America, um, you can catch him. Uh, Kevin is always streaming and is definitely worth a watch. His streams are great. The chatting there is engaging. Uh, yep. John streams and get on to you know when when we tweet the show out, we we love. It, when you guys engage and, and tweet, retweet it and put it into new areas because we want to build an even bigger and better show going into the you know the new year you know it's yeah. going to be 2024 and and we're real ready to kick some ass
1: well said jp nba AFT forever yeah <laughs> 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 all right well guys when this crazy game gets you down when there is uh literally 10 days until the release of EAFC 24 just remember guys ain't nothing but a foot thing baby peace if he's got a donut i'm sure looks it's gonna be delicious oh yeah night.